Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the I Got One podcast, the entrepreneurial podcast where we hand you, the listener, free ideas. I'm your host, Johnny, and here with Jacku and our special guest today, Jeff. Jeff, tell us a little about yourself. Um, I like to call myself a digital plumber. I lead a team <laughs> of uh, network and infrastructure engineers. That explains your ill-fitting pants. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, when I, I bend I over say anything, to but... repair things, it's... <laughs> it's weird the way we sit and do these podcasts. Like, why are we looking at his crack? Do we really want to expound on this? Are you sure? Are you really? I mean, I don't, but I just... Why do we sit like He's this? He's not... He's not. The I feel best like you guys have guy. taken over the explanation of myself. Right. So, yeah. so needless to say, what do I do? I I, uh, I keep the digital bits flowing within this uh, this organization um, through the efforts of other people, <laughs> predominantly. <laughs> <laughs> so you just you make sure all the other plumbers are plumbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the lead plumber of the other plumbers who hopefully directs the plumbing in the right direction. <laughs> and if they're not plumbing, do you just yell? Plum yeah. harder. Yeah. Plum harder. Lay plum. pipe. Lay pipe. That's what I say. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> you know, I hear it all the time, but I don't know what he went. I was, af- I was afraid to go in that room yeah. when I would hear that. <laughs> it's just plumbing. Yeah. They're just it's all clear plumbing. now. So the, uh, the gist of uh, how we do things here is we uh, usually go back and forth coming up with some interesting ideas that we think may be profitable uh, or non-profitable if they're more of a magnanimous charitable, charitable nature and uh, pitch them to each other and see if we can come up with something that the listeners may be able to take and run with. Uh, Who's got one today? Anyone got one? Yeah, all right. Um, I guess I can start. So I got one. You don't say. Yeah, so it's it's a service. Well, actually, it's it's more or less cryptography, but it's keyless as a service. So explain. So it's crypt- Canada, Canada of cryptography. You know the big, the big, <laughs> the big thing with encryption is forgetting your passwords and forgetting your key. Oh yeah, it's awful. It's, it's terrible. So I, I want to create a service that you don't have to worry about that. Okay. How does that? How does it happen? You know what? I'm not really sure. I'm okay. more of the idea guy in this one. I'm not sure how it works. I just want it to work. <laughs> so you just want to live in a world where we can have encrypted communications, but you don't have to worry about any kind of like secret passphrases or any, any, any of the necessary components for yeah. functional encryption. Yeah, I think if we can just somehow convince the world to be like, oh, that's encrypted, I'm not going to poke at it. Okay. <laughs> We'd be in a good spot. Okay, so we have that. Uh, it's called obfuscation and good manners. See, I, but we don't have that. We don't have good manners. And so we need this, this encryption, keyless encryption. So it's easy to use for me as an end user, <laughs> but it's also still safe so that no one can read my messages unless I want them to. I, I don't know why this brings to <laughs> the forefront of my thought the, the idea of slacktivism. Right, that like there used to be a time and a pl- yeah, there used to be a time and a place when like, hey, I want something to change, so I'd like go do something about it, and now it's like I put some sort of, you know, picture overlay on my thing and say well, we're with France. I feel like this is the <laughs> the, the banking crypto equivalent of it, you know? That's exactly what this is. <laughs> I I just want to encrypt things with a uh, overlay of a picture that says I'm with crypto. I want people to leave me alone. And I don't want to do any work. Yeah. 
That's I think that's the. <laughs> I I feel like, but I want people to know that I want to be left alone. Right. I I feel like people today don't take security seriously, and when they do, <laughs> there's just so many things they have to learn, and this is one of those hurdles. So if we can eliminate it by having keyless crypto, you know they're going to be secure. They're going to be in a better spot, and it's going to be better for everyone. So keyless crypto really is just respecting other pri- others' privacy. I suppose so. Your your business idea is common human decency. Yeah, I guess at, if you break it down to the basic level, that's what it is. Okay, how do we sell this? How do we how do we make money on this? It's kindness is a service. That's what I thought, I'm saying. I still say that's Canada. You know, they don't lock their doors. They just believe in the the goodness. You had that one cop. Did you, did you guys read that uh, article where that that guy who was like the terrorist who had run over a whole bunch of people, and we were all impressed in America because the cop refused to shoot him. <laughs> it was yeah, like, like wow. did you see this? The cop didn't shoot him. We were all enthralled. How about this incident where nothing occurred? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a world? <laughs> How about this incident where deadly force wasn't the first go to? Boo, boo hiss. Yeah, Ghosts in the world of encryption, brute force is the. Is traditionally the first thing you go to. And so, like, with our encryption, hopefully, you know, they're just like, you know what? I see that as keyless crypto. I could read this if I really wanted to. But they took the they took the chance of uh using this service and I, I respect that and I, I can't cross that line. Okay, here's how we sell this. You've developed a product that is completely immune to brute forcing. <laughs> I wonder you, you can and everyone's welcome to try. Could right. you tie this can't, can't brute force it. Could you tie this to uh like quantum physics where they have the quantum proof. Yeah, no, no, no. Quantum, no, no, this is how you oh, sell yeah. it. And you get to label it with quantum cryptography, yeah. which yeah. immediately sells everything. This is how you See, sell this, it. We're so, getting somewhere. So what do they have? They have those those bound particles. What what's the term for that? You know, oh, where in, uh entwined or Yeah, I know what you're they're uh there's like a, a faster than light communication that goes on. And you can take like one proton and send it to the other side of the planet. And then when you change the, the state of one, it always acts. So Inversely, what you do yeah. is it's keyless, but it's got a little bound, intertwined, entangled uh, proton so that at least when someone does unlock it, you get a little light that tells you somebody wasn't honest. Or oh. if, there, if someone other than the intended recipient observes it, it's obfuscated. Mm-hmm. That's some quantum shit. How do you? I mean, it's no, not no, for us no, to figure out. This, yeah, how do you? Yeah, how do, yeah <laughs> no, no, absolutely. That's no, not. Let's no, not no. try to get it done. No, right. How do we? Let's just come how up how, with how it. How do they? How do they? How do they? So you guys are leaders of the plumbers, also. Yeah, that's how, how, how I approach my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sending them a message right now. <laughs> Keyless crypto. Hey. Keyless crypto. The name is what sells it. Corporate America. I have this idea. I don't know anything about it. But I'm going to make you go do it. And then that's, I like this program. This sounds like entrepreneurialism. I'm, I'm cut out of this. Yeah, there you go. Good approach. And, and that's how we do it. Good work, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got one. Um, to get away from the, the technical stuff for a bit, um, you know how, how childhood obesity is such a huge problem in this country? And What isn't a problem in this country, though? Oh, uh, cops not shooting people. Objective, yeah. So, so childhood obesity, massive problem in this country. Literally massive, because <laughs> they're massive. I get it. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so the solution for childhood obesity, when you talk to these quote doctors, is uh, you know these kids need more cardio. They need to go out inside and play. They need more physical activity, uh, and then also stop eating candy. 
So we know we're not going to get kids to stop eating candy, right? You can't right. do that. Yeah, that's no. terrible. Why kids would you? And candy go that's together. actually child abuse in some countries. Yeah. Especially you know, Sweden has here. a candy on Saturdays rule. Is that why their name's Sweden? The word for candy in, in Swedish is Lord uh, goodies, and they say goodies på lorda. Yeah. That's the, the word for candy is, here is also goodies. Goodies, yeah. Learn some every day. And you get, you know. well, how does that work? You just like every Saturday, you just get I think, up. And, I think like, the idea candy. is you're supposed to be a well behaved child, and then on Saturday, your reward is candy. Oh. Mm. You know? See, in America, okay. you can have candy every day. Whether you're good or bad. But yeah. well, we're also enormous or ginormous or what yeah. was the term you used? Uh, massive. Massive, that's massive. it. Full so, of gravity. So here, so here's, we also know in America that there's no way we can get children to be good. So solution, we're going to take all of these facts and roll them together. Uh, and we're going to fight childhood obesity with an obese child fight club. Two right. for one? Do we get to yeah, talk about it, or do we have a first rule? Oh, we can talk about it. They okay. can't. Okay, so good. They can't, the, well, that makes first, sense, yeah. Yeah, the first rule of Childhood Fight Club is they can't talk about it. Is so, when protective services so come. They can't tell their parents, so we're protected. Mm-hmm. Nobody's telling mom. Right, got yeah. that. That works uh, you, so well with kids. You get your cardio. Yeah, they're known for not being loose lips, sinking ships, or anything. Yeah. They're, they get their cardio, yep. right? They, uh, they get their cardio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get to take out their mean-spirited nature on each other. So there's that. Uh, they can eat all the candy they want because they need to carbo-load at this point mm-hmm. to, to prepare for Fight Club. And technically uh, fat is a, a, an organ protector. I, when I was in Vegas, I saw those plasticized <laughs> bodies. Right? Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, you ever yeah. see that? Where, where, and, and it turns out, sadly, those are usually un, uh, account, not like, uh, unclaimed bodies from Wait, Asia. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> There's you, a museum. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, or, yeah, it's an exhibit. Oh, like, the yeah, bodies, they had yeah. that here. They inject yeah. the bodies with yeah, plastic the and they're frozen. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they cut yeah. it in half and you can see like the Which, half. Or they take all the, all the nerves out and now it's just a skeleton yeah. of the yeah. nerves. But they like, leave the genitalia and that really disturbs me in some way. I don't know why. That makes me very Protestant. That's because America. But it's just like, it's there. No, but it's because we're, we're well, like, oh, we don't need to talk about how they trim it, but they trim it in a weird way. And then you're like, <laughs> you're like, why did yeah, you choose? Why was that star. the delineation? Oh, highlight it with a star and they dye it yellow. And it's like, what? <laughs> there's Whoa. neon paint oh, on this part. There's a medical, there's but probably like a, a medical an established star. process. Yeah, who knows? Maybe like, Congress oh, made they, a rule that was like, must leave they, some percentage of. Maybe. Yeah. God. Anyhow. Oh, because so, anything after that, it's obscene. They figured out exactly where the genitals begin to become obscene, and they cut it right before that. So, I mean, I guess technically this is not a value add to your idea, but if we were to pursue it more as for when the litigation starts, <laughs> oh, um, one I, of the defenses that we could that's, claim— That's part of fully fleshing out an idea. Oh, when yeah. the litigation starts. Yeah, when we the often litigation. don't cover that aspect <laughs> right. of these ideas. So I'm when glad. the litigation flows in, I think one of the counter-arguments could be what was presented from this— plasticized human body was they had a side cut and they showed a, a, a fairly fat person and they, instead of saying that you know this was fat or you know a bad thing they were like and this layer of fat and its placement protects your inner organs so technically we are in many ways picking the most suitable candidates for said fight club ah so then you get a lot of bang for your buck out of an individual candidate you've got an athlete these are now athletes. <laughs> so here we've converted. Treat them like the NFL. We've immediately converted obese children into athletes. Yeah, that's that right, right there. there. I, that mission accomplished. Recycling. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
And and then who remembers bum fights? Right. The popular bum fights. That was super popular. Fights. Yeah. Remember? Was, yeah. Do you popular. think, so I, I think about this a lot in life, when somebody does something and then gets sued, if you were to make, I don't know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bernie, right? Think about how much money that Bernie. Ma- made off. Okay. How much money that guy made in an illegal and dishonest, yeah. immoral, all those you know, immoral mm. way. Um, Never mind all that. But he did it until he was like 60 something, mm-hmm. you know, and made millions of dollars and lived like a multimillionaire and then spent 10 years in jail before he dies. Is he winning? The kind of jail he went to, probably. That white collar cable TV. But even, but even TV. Gen, in general, like if you could burn that hot and that bright mm-hmm. for that for long. sixty years of your life, yeah. and then spend the next twenty paying for it, would that be a winning combination? It, it, it's, Can we turn that into a business? If it's that like last twenty where you generally have done everything you've wanted to do and just want to stay home and relax anyway, and really the human species, most people were dead by then, right? I got one. <laughs> oh, here he comes. Most okay. people. The juices are flowing. So going with that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, using Bernie as an example, he could have used a scapegoat. He could have used someone that would have taken the fall for him. But in reverse, you know, like you said, he was 60, 70 years old. So, like, at that point in his life, he was in a pretty good spot. I feel like you have something against the old. I feel like you're going to start throwing some old people under a bridge here. Well, yes, my, my thought process is, like, <laughs> why not let the 60-year-olds take the place of younger people for prison? What would be in it for them? They don't care. They're going to die anyways. This no, I agree. Life. They have less. But, but, but I, but I suspect, and you know, and, 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 and we're all we're all fairly old at this point. Um, you know, we're adults. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that when 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 we were kids, yeah, well, it's a debatable. Oh, but when we were kids, looking at people and going, "Oh, those people are old." I bet you, when you're sixty or seventy, you probably still think you're young, and maybe you don't feel like throwing it all away. So, how would we incentivize that? Well, I think you you incentivize it when they're young. You make this deal when they're twenty. Ooh, right. So we 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 started off young. We're like, hey, listen, get them while they're dumb. Oh, right. Because part of the gig is you're giving them the the burn bright, burn hot, right? Burn long We're offering them deal. this burn bright, it's burn deal. hot deal. You're gonna have the next some forty. So it's a 60s. pyramid scheme of of tossing twenty years. So you would say that your place is to you get to burn bright. Yeah. You will be the one who receives the good, mm-hmm. but then you are essentially signing your soul away. On the last 20, so the next guy can do it for himself. Yeah, it's, exactly. in, it's inverse social security. Right. Get the money now, <laughs> pay Except, for it. Later. It's a reverse life mortgage. Except it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reverse life mortgage. <laughs> we, we, we have a great uh, product name now. <laughs> reverse life mortgages. That's exactly what it is. And, you know, why not? When you're 60, you're probably, like, in, in some cases, you will be in a very interesting position. You could be really old and be like, I got five more years. Well, I don't think I've ever told you guys this because it's probably not a normal conversation topic that we would explore. But I always had a plan. So I have a Swedish, hence why I knew the other Swedish tidbit. I have a Swedish passport. And I've often said that my life plan you know, we could worry about 401ks and proper investments and doing everything really sweet, or I can live the fuck out of this life as hard as I can. And then when the time comes, hold up a Swedish bank somewhere mm-hmm. and get put in Swedish jail. That's where they put all the good money. Right. Well, as we know. I Swedish technically jail. don't want the money, mm-hmm. right? You but just want, oh, you the, want the Swedish jail. I want the Swedish jail. Because yeah. it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's like a retirement home. You get, in, you get your own room. You get internet. You get pretty much everything that I would care about today. Now, if I'm already 65 and I've worked the 
the swing hard approach to things, maybe this would be a good approach to say, you know what, I know I'm just going to swing as hard and as fast as mm-hmm. I can. And then go to Swedish prison. If I fail, well, yeah, it's an if. It's a backup plan. And then it's, a, it's and an then, ultimate backup plan. So the question is, you rob the bank. Yeah. What if you don't get caught? No, you, well, that's that's a quandary. That's, that's a quandary. A quandary. <laughs> because I've thought about this. Now they, you got worthless Swedish dollars. Yeah. Well, they're actually pretty strong. There were some good cash. They're not in the euro system. But that aside, that aside, this is all the details. The, the, the fact is, is that um, there was a woman who ran a small village in Sweden and she embezzled like half a million dollars. Ran a small village like? She was like a mayor or something. Okay. And she used all of the money to pay for her horse farm. And then she went to jail. So my question to you, gentlemen, is, is it a better idea to embezzle and then maybe get caught, add a few more years to this quality of life thing that we're talking about, mm-hmm. and then go to jail? Or in my theory, because I, there's a part of me that, that, that would like to say, well, look, I'm a good guy and I, I did it by plan, on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Would be to go into a bank, hold it up, I got a gun, yeah. and then not actually do anything just wait for the cops to arrive and you know make it easy you don't want to get shot although it's not america so <laughs> right, right. Yeah. what well, would would that put you away for long enough then like what is their sentencing well, yeah, you like? do it at will yeah so you get out you do it again, so, yeah. do, it again. Yeah. do it again and then like this guy that's a common problem here yeah. with uh, repeat offenders who yeah. don't know how to function in the outside world they just do things to go back to prison because they're more comfortable there and you, that's american you hear prison. about that guy who claimed that uh he was one of the escapees from um uh, Alcatraz and he said that he could prove it and he was old and he had cancer and he wanted to turn himself into the FBI uh, so that he could get the medical care so I'll give myself yeah. in so you know you guys can close a case that you know blah 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 all yeah. the, the and, PR side of yeah. it um, and, then and you you'll give me, me health care it sounds like he already took our idea yeah I mean, if you don't really exercise, you don't patent it. What, what do they say? It's it's the second man to yeah. – uh, we'll, we'll be the second people to the uh, the market. But no, it, it's a sad state in our in our government when you know, like, to get health care, you got to be like, hey, <laughs> I broke out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 80 and I want to go back to prison. Did this podcast get dark in record time? No, mm-hmm. I think it's about the same amount of time. Okay, um, good. <laughs> yeah, we're on following track. the <laughs> – uh, you know. Our vague outline, which goes I don't banter, think, banter, 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 say something dark, get depressed. I don't banter, think it's banter, dark. Banter, These outro. are solutions we're providing here. Absolutely. We're providing solutions, solutions in dark times. Solutions can be dark. Hey, you know what? If I had to dark choose. solutions for dark times. If I had to choose between being a bagger at like a Woodman's or a grocery store somewhere because I'm living a totally upright life mm-hmm. or going to Sweden and attempting to fake rob a bank, I'll take the latter. That's not dark. That's that's an upgrade. I think the, uh, the, the thing that happens to older people. People at the end of this uh, non-financially, you know, subsidized journey. <laughs> the caveat, that's the dark shit. The caveat in your plan requires a, is, is that it requires a Swedish passport. Well, maybe that could be a business too. Yeah, that absolutely. is that is uh, definitely already a business. Because <laughs> technically, you don't need a passport. If you do it bad enough, <clears throat> they'll put you in jail there before they export you. Right? What if they don't know where you're from? Could you be a gypsy. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, you go in. Yeah, with I think American you just passport, get Swedish jail, and then you're just like, you, you how would that it. work? Could you do that? Could you get into a country and then somehow obscure your identity? Maybe I think that's you another could. service. Yeah, I think you could. I yeah, think. you just like just lo- lose your wallet. And you guys always and talk about illegal uh, business ideas here. Is that the, the I tendency? I, I think illegal is the wrong word. You're looking oh. for <sighs> See, oh, novel. Yeah. Not intentionally illegal. Um, always definitely illegal, but not. In- <laughs> I don't know. Man. Your method is de- is intentionally. <laughs> yeah, yours. Mine's a short trip like, to the uh, 
Well, I mean, ideas involved uh, dead people and yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know ones. why. Okay, okay. So, are you you still going, uh, Johnny, with your idea? I don't remember what it was. Okay, good, good. But I fight but childhood I obesity. Very, I was child I, fight club. I'm sure, it was a great idea. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the fighting childhood obesity by making childhood obesity fight itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no there's no downside. There's no downside. Name. There's no downside. There's no downside. No. And then you, we uh, make money by filming and posting the videos on the internet. Right, pay-per-view sort of thing. Uh, hobo, yeah. hobo bum can we, fights. Can we do it in Sweden? Because maybe we can accomplish everything this in This will be global. This will be... This could be global, yeah. We can, can I have the Swedish department so that when we do get the litigation that rolls in... You're just all set. I'm already set for the Swedish prison. <laughs> That's yeah. your call. If you want If you want to take this idea and run with it, it's all yours. Oh, good. This is We're giving these ideas away for free. Oh, good. That's very generous. That's yeah, generous we got enough going premise. on, but we have too many. We have more ideas in our heads than we can act on and so we use this podcast to distribute them to the public I like it. evenly. I like it. Yeah. So I think I have an idea. Um, you got one? Yeah. Uh, would you say you got one? I would definitely say that I got one. All I right. got one. He did say it. So right. <laughs> this idea uh, I would like to mix uh, gambling and a little bit of, of childhood obesity fights. No. Okay. I mean, sort of. We, we could do that then. <laughs> right. I'd like to mix gambling, uh, the Hunger Games, and corporate America. Go on. So I would like to. <laughs> I think um, you explained it before you. <laughs> you got to do the hook before you get into the, 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 the weeds. So, so, so the way we're going to do this is um, we are going to give people money. Um, as, as a corporation, whatever the business is, we're going we're gonna to walk into companies and we're going to say, hey, we have a way to revolutionize the efficiency of your workforce and, and the, and the, the uh, culture and the politics of your workforce. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to set up a, a gambling ring, essentially. We're going to gamble on the um, outcomes of things. Um, so we will say, okay, uh, you know, Johnny's doing this project right now, and Johnny claims he's going to get it done in this amount of time. Um, I'd like to give Johnny, I'd like to give you a hundred dollars, and you put it on the outcome. You think Johnny's actually going to make it on time? Johnny's going to be late by six months, two months, four months, and have everyone within the company put their money where their mouth is and fight to predict the outcomes. And then, because we're a data-driven company, of course, like all good companies are nowadays, um, we're going to analyze and find the most efficient gamblers and give them more money and more power to lead the company. (laughs) This podcast is over? (laughs) You're not supposed to do the good ones. Yeah, the good ones. You keep those. Those are for us. Um, So gamification of work products and stuff. Gamification of psychic powers is what we're doing here. Yeah, we love gamification. We've in past episodes we've done the gamifications of urinating. Oh, can you gamify urination? Absolutely. I'll show you right now. I'd like to use that on my children. I wonder how I would gamify because they. Urinate a lot, anyhow. <laughs> so, anyways, are they uh, obese? No. Oh, well, then I could no, they be. One's got a head that's uninterested. Like, it looks like Stewie. It's <laughs> could they be? I think I know where he got that right. head from. So, no, I love this idea. Um, I have a few concerns. So, what happens when you know people conspire? Um, Johnny comes to me. It's like, hey, man, I'm definitely going to be late at all your money on this product of me failing. I feel like those those problems weed themselves out. 
Yeah, I would I would say that this is very much kind of that belief in the market that you have to have a large enough betting pool, I think, first off. You do. And then like you can be like, oh, the guy who bet all his money on Johnny. And how rare is it that within a company, truly, like, like maybe you and somebody came in together and you're really friends outside of work, but if there's substantial winnings, I mean, look at it even like, like at the, the, when they give you a little bonus for bringing someone in, how often does anybody share that bonus with their buddy who they got hired on? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you buy them a steak. Yeah. You buy them a steak, right? But Like, like if Johnny gave me all his money and I took all my money, like, I could stand to make some money off of that mm-hmm. and him losing his job over the product, or maybe he doesn't even lose his job, him just lose a, you know, a few people money and they're angry at him. Maybe it's worth it in the long run for the amount of money we were able to gain together. It is incentive control. It definitely is. But I would assume from the same data-driven approach, you would be able to look at that because any of these things that you've seen out in the world, I, I'm not a data scientist. I'm a plumber, as we've already explored. Um, you would look at the uh, the occurrence of betting or whatever, and there should be telltale signs within that of gaming the system because people can only forge uh, random so well, right? That's one yeah. part. Yeah, I mean, a one-off is not going to be able to get caught, mm-hmm. but... If you if it's a constant yeah, thing the, of Johnny are, and Jack who people are figuring agree. out each other's so projects. going back to the bank robbery, uh, <laughs> most most bank robberies go unsolved. Really? The one, yeah. yeah. And the ones that do get solved, the ones where Multiple. they do catch the cr- criminals, is the ones where they came back to the same bank and tried it again. People get greedy. They oh, succeed the yes. first time, and they take a second crack at it with the same MO, and they get busted. Yeah. It's usually, the, actually, the, I believe, the third time they get caught. So, so I did a random weird stint selling uh, industrial equipment, and one of our customers like was— Like fencing? Like out no, of a like van? No, like forklifts and, and like heavy like yeah. propane power. Like, so you stole Crap. forklifts and flipped them? I always want to do that. Don't start me that. I mean, you use you know, the other forklift. This podcast is going to present me as like this guy who just wants to like constantly get put in jail. I'd no like one's going to avoid. This is going to be used in your trial, like <laughs> your honor. Yeah, you're Here's just the Jeff. podcast he did in 2018. We don't know you. You're Jeff the Plumber. That's, yeah. All That's true. Know. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a good mob name. Anyhow, um, <laughs> is that a hint? Is that a hint? And it was interesting. We sold to uh, the uh, casinos that are in Illinois. And one of the things that, you know, I'd always like to ask people just to engage them and try to figure out, like, because their lives were totally different than mine, what's your job like? So I asked this, this, this man who ran the casino side of things, hey, do you feel bad for the people who lose their life savings and their money and things like that? And he looked me dead cold in the eye and said, no way. He said, human beings are greedy. He's like, on a weekly basis, I will see somebody come in here, get lucky, win $150,000 in a, in a one arm bandit, mm-hmm. and then come back and bet and lose 250 Like, every time. Like, very rarely does somebody walk in here, make money, and roll the fuck out and never yeah, come back. Yeah, but that person's now out 100 grand because you led them into thinking that they had the potential to win 150 grand because you let them win once. I mean, you didn't necessarily let them win. Luck let them win. Lady luck. Lady luck. And now lady luck's like, ha, I don't like you anymore. Yeah. That's, that's on her and them, right? Gambling in itself is just a whole thing. There's a lot of people out there that have a problem with it. Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. People are like, oh man, if I can just win big this one time, I'm good. And then once they do, they get a taste of it and mm-hmm. they need it again. And that's, yeah. that's why Fat Kid Fight Club works. 
Absolutely. The, yeah. Once they get a taste of it. Yeah. yeah. Once, yeah once you get, you thought candy. Once they get some do- are there going to be donuts incentives in here? Here's oh, your, all right. I, here. I just, just meaning betting on the kids, but like, <laughs> yeah, I would turn it into like a WWF. Here's thing your slogan: personality and a wrestler name. You thought candy was good? Wait till you taste blood. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> ah. ah. And then show some like fat bloody kid. Yeah. Like a big with his hands, his hands all taped taped up like a boxer. Big strawberry kid. Oh man, that's uh jeez. Yeah. All right. I'm we'll, uh, pass on tasting blood. Although really theoretically, like I did a lot of car work in my life and every time I cut my hands, I couldn't help it. I'd be sucking on that though, you know, just the but it's gross. It's totally gross. Terrible habit. Don't do it. Don't take yeah. it. Yeah. Fat kids, don't drink promos. Blood. They'd have they'd have sponsorship yeah, deals. Good- oh, like big tattoos on because they're so fat. What? It's like NAS- NASCAR, right? Oh, <laughs> a big Tide tattoo? Yeah, a big Tide that tattoo. That fat kid really likes Tide. I think we should make it henna because we'd want to be able to reuse the... Uh, that's true, that's yeah. true. Also, they're children, so there's probably... Uh, yeah, there's some legalities yeah, you on tattoo. You, you, you can't, can't tattoo yeah, but if kids. Real, let's be real, oh, yeah. though. Oh, just like in Hollywood, if there's real money in this, the, the parents will sign off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure, absolutely. You want your kid to be a star? Because, like, and fit? Yeah, <laughs> the parents are who want that sponsorship yeah. deal for the kid, that sponsorship yeah. money. Yeah. They, uh, you have kids uh, sponsoring, like, sponsored by Snickers or, like, uh, oh, I got one. So, like, so it's kind of like a physical activity. Like, athlete, athletes are always, like, promoting, like, uh, you know, uh, workout shakes and pre-workout shakes and post-workout shakes and, and uh, you know, protein stuff and new ways of getting protein into your body. Um, and at the same time, right now, there's this huge push for, like, this carnivore diet that's going around where you literally just eat meat all the time because... Dinosaurs? Whatever. Nice. If you can find them. Dinosaurs are all, like, natural gas and all birds coal now. now. But... Uh, yeah, so like, how about we combine the two and we make carnivore protein shakes? Like, I think that's going to capitalize on like both of these things. And so it's 100% meat-based protein shakes. So you get like some beef, like some skirt steak and some hot dogs and... I was going to say, I thought hot dogs were already this product. <laughs> well, you, so you, you put them... Yes, yeah, so Mystery bunch meat. Of, you take a bunch of hot dogs and you blend them up. You add like a little bit of water. Would you count snakes as... Uh- not that diet? Yeah. Well, you'd have to get, not if you put the bones in it. It has to be just meat. Boneless, boneless, boneless snakes. snakes. So you do the thing where you, you like, you ring snake, yeah. the. Are you, snakes mostly boneless? I guess I never really thought about the it's bones like cheese. in a snake. There's boneless cheese and there's bone cheese. They have one bone and one muscle. That's how snakes work. Yeah. And che- same way with cheese. Yeah, I get the bone out. Most, most cheese sold in the States is boneless. Yeah, it's, that's part of the dehomogenization process. Yeah. It removes the cheese bones. So. Yeah, so you put all this meat in a blender, you blend it up, and there. And there's your protein shake. And it's like 100% protein, and it's all meat-based, so you don't get any of this foofy, like, whey protein, dairy, garbage, high, you know. Yeah, so meat, meat, meat-based meat protein shakes is my idea. What's the name of it? It's all about the name. Yeah, yeah that's all right. You got to come up we with a good a pun meat, on we this. We need a name for meat-based protein shakes. Um Cow. Cowabunga. Oh, cowabunga. <laughs> cowabunga. That'd be like a great, especially if like the kid, the, 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 kid the, the fighting kids are promoting it. Like cowabunga. You see like, it's like an old like 1980s like stupid toy commercial where they're running around in the yard and they go, oh, what a day. And I'm your mom's beat. like, kids, come get your drinks. And like, what do we have for drink? She's like, cowabunga. And they're like, cowabunga. Cowabunga. Yeah. All right. Oh, your mom lets you have cowabunga. 
That'd be great. And you throw it a big splash across the screen. Cowabunga. And the kids are screaming. And oh, I like it. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. That's it. Cowabunga meat-based protein shakes. I think I and it's just like a slurry. You oh. got one? What do you hope? Oh, so no. we were just talking about, you know, the good old days, Kawabunga days, the 80s, the 90s, whenever, right? Back in the day when six was a track, as they like to say. Um, the <laughs> Who likes to say that? What, you never heard they that? Did. They did. Yeah. There's, there's some lyrics out there. Check it out. Okay. Six was a track. So my point is, is I wonder if we could make a product where you could force your children to feel nostalgic for the same things you do. Mm. Force? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Hey, yeah. You mean force like require or force? I don't like know. Do These are the details. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, so I'm like with you inject this. something in their. No, maybe. I don't. Maybe some. You know, like a, a, a like a, a a slightly wetted rag over their face. I don't know how we I'm get thinking, this. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Use VR. Okay, that will work. Yeah. You, you knock them out. You put the VR on them. Yeah. They wake up. Oh shit! I'm in the 80s or the 90s. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just and now there for 10 years. Yeah. Just leave them there. They're going to class in the eighties. They're going like they're learning oh, about man. the present of that time. <laughs> they're know? watching ET for the first time and yeah. living it all down. They have like, to watch all the good episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, and then you take the VR off when they're eighteen because get the fuck out of my house, and they are lost. <laughs> and maybe by then, maybe by then, and they will miss the eighties. And maybe by then they're obese. <laughs> Because maybe they're just oh, yeah. in a virtual machine oh, that just rolls them around like they're actually moving somewhere, and then we can put them into our next product. Oh, but oh, oh in the, in, the put them into the protein shakes? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> oh, holy crap! No, the protein drinks is what they're drinking while they're in the VR the entire time. I'm wrapping all these ideas together. Okay. We're got, vertically integrating. I got this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the first segment of I Got This, where we combine all of our ideas into <laughs> one mega idea. Okay. They're in the VR world. Yeah. They're drinking cowabunga for the entire life. Yeah. Once they hit 18, they're still technically a child. It's kind of an adult. You get them in shape with Kid Fight Club. Then you work with them. You tell them, hey, check it out. You're going to sign up for this, uh, what do we call it, the life savings now? <laughs> the inverted the uh, oh, yes, yes. Yes. life mortgage. Yeah, the reverse mortgage. Yeah, the now, reverse life mortgage. You at 20, star. you're a star for the next 50 years, but now you got to go to the prisons. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all running on our keyless encryption system. Oh, wow. It all comes together. Inspiration. It comes at the most unforeseen times. Yeah. All right. I think we got ourselves a podcast. Yeah. I think that's going to have to be it for this week, though. Yep. <laughs> we have we have to go and make this. Yeah. Or uh, you do. I don't know. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for the invite. It was uh, an experience. Thank you so much for having uh, yeah. for coming on. Mm-hmm. Jeff the Plumber. Jeff, Jeff the, the plumber. plumber. It was a great time. Uh, I'm Johnny Christmas. I'm Jacku. See you guys next week. 